Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sipping Cosmos. I'm Ashley. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Lane. I'm another one of your hosts. And I am Sarah, and I am your third host. Believe it or not. We have three. Three for the price of one. <laughs> yeah. We do. That's how we do it here at Sipping Cosmos. Today, we're going to talk about love. Because it's everywhere. We ev- everyone loves, unless you're a sociopath, right? Do they say so- sociopaths cannot love? I feel like people... They probably love themselves in, <laughs> in some cases. Yeah, yeah, it's like they can't think about anyone else. That It's the opposite of empathy. Like, empathy is love. Like, loving the people around you, right? Right, right. Q, what is love? It's Baby, a great don't song. Hurt me. We're gonna get down to the bottom. Of We're gonna it. get copyrighted claim for that, probably. But love is an interesting concept. There's all different kinds of love, right? There's yeah. romantic love, obviously. That's yeah. the one you hear about in the romantic comedies and every and songs and every media that we create as humans, right? But then there's platonic love, unconditional love. Love is all around. Love for your dog. I love my dog. I love my dog so much. And some people, Lane, Lane, what you're just like, I'm just like I don't believe li- in it. I'm listening to what you have to say. It seems like you don't believe in love. What? You don't believe in love? Oh He's a skeptic. God. He's I a know. skeptic, folks. <laughs> of course I believe in love. <laughs> you're just sitting like, like a sociopath. Like, look, I look at things logically. We look like Valentine's Day themed. You do very much so. We this, tried to dress yeah. lovely. This yeah. would have been great if this was like a Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. Well, it kind of is. We're a little late. It's a little. It's okay. Valentine's Day is a celebration of love. (laughs) Valentine's Day is every day. It is. And I think it's interesting because, I mean, love is in everything. Love is in, like, religions. Like, the major, like, the what is the golden rule? The golden rule is love your neighbor like you love yourself. The golden rule of what? Like, didn't Jesus say that? It's love thy neighbor. I, I'm looking at Sarah. I'm like, you're Italian? <laughs> I don't know. You grew up Catholic, My family right? is not religious <laughs> I don't know shit. All. I'm Jewish. So. You didn't get, like, co- confirmation or anything I like got that? confirmed. I went to, um, you know, I went to, uh, what is it? What is it called? Not Sunday school, but it was like Sunday school. It was just on Wednesdays. Uh, Wednesday religion. I, went I was so jealous. Religion every week. Oh, it was I, called I, religion. Oh, yeah. I didn't learn a thing. I did not learn a thing. Thing. All the cool kids went to religion, and I went to How Sunday that school cool? on Sunday. You probably actually learned Be- stuff. <laughs> we did. Like where I went, it was like the bad kids. Like it, it was basically mothers who volunteered, really religious mothers of parents in our class who volunteered <laughs> to like teach I religion class. I can picture class. the mothers. I can picture the ones. And it was like the bad kids who would. Ju- oh, the mothers didn't stand a chance. They were they meant well, the mothers. They meant so well and they just wanted to teach us about Jesus and we were not having it. We were <laughs> like, Look, we are not in school anymore. Like, it's Wednesday. We already spent the whole day in school. Like Yeah, that does kinda say you're like, not yeah, yeah. our generation has a way higher percentage of like atheists and probably. agnostics than probably the, like the previous generation. Yeah. You in didn't America. Go, you didn't go to Hebrew school? Hell no. <laughs> really? But you had a bar mitzvah. Yeah, I had a cheat sheet that like had the phonetic spellings. Wait, oh I didn't gosh. know that you could have a bar and mitzvah. And I went like, I don't know. I literally sounded it out like with like the spelling. Now Lane sounded out. Baruch. And they're like, yeah, you did it. And then we had a great party. It's all about the party. Yeah. That's like, I was the shit. I was the shit. I was the shit in seventh grade for like a hot second. That's what was the theme of your bar mitzvah? Why? Because I was the only Jew in my town and I had a sick party. <laughs> what was the theme? <laughs> Tell us about the party. It was baseball themed. Of course. Every table was a different sports team. <laughs> There's a big cardboard cutout of me in a Mets uniform. Stop. It's still in my family's home, which was just sold. So they'll be sending that to me. Yeah, I went to, no, my Sunday school was the same thing. It was, I think my mom taught Sunday school. My really? uncle taught, like, yeah. But, but it was at your Armenian church, yeah, right? Yeah, on Sundays, yeah. It was like, ugh, it's like, I have to go to school five days a week and then yeah, now and you're going to make it. Yeah. yeah, and that made sleepovers really shitty, too. Because mm. I, fr- I had Jewish friends who had um, 
Hebrew CCD. school on, on wait, wait, What's CCD? CCD is what I went to. Okay. It's the religion. same thing as religion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Jewish kids had Hebrew school on Sundays, and I remember, like, sleepovers with my Jewish friends on Saturday nights was like, oh, like, you have to go to Hebrew school tomorrow? Like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was Damn, you had some super Jew friends. I did. Yeah. I, did. I mean, I'm glad I went, because it, like, taught me, like, you know, it gave me, like, a sense of, like, my Armenian, like, identity and, like, mm. roots, because it was, like, an Armenian church. Right. But otherwise, it was like you know, kind of annoying. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Especially since, like, yeah, I, I after Sunday school, like, graduated. I was not religious at all. Anyway, how did we get on this conversation? I was like, Jesus. You said, said love was a part of religion because I. And then we started talking about Sunday school because, and, and religion and my bar mitzvah. <laughs> because I literally learned this in Sunday school is to love your neighbor like you love yourself, and that is like the one rule that's supposed to like help the world function mm. and like help the world go around. Because if you think about it, if you treat everyone you come into contact with as if they were yourself, like you wouldn't do anything bad to yourself. No. And it's, it's basically just having empathy for others. Yeah. Easier said than done for a lot of people. It is, but it's really like not that hard. I think it's easy to treat people with love until they give you a reason not to. Right. That's a good I have way to plenty of reasons not to love people. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, like what? Example, driving in LA. Y- that's a good example. I fucking hate everyone who drives on the road in that's LA. That's petty. Yeah. That's Tom Petty of you. No love. No love coming from Actually, me. Actually, I the become streets. a different person on the road, I too. I do, too. I'm bad. Ashley, you become a demon. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I scream. You're scarier than me sometimes I on the road. Scream. I feel like Ashley's not bad. No, she gets mad. Yeah, I I've get never seen. I've never seen you get mad. She's calling people idiots. <laughs> <laughs> not an idiot. It comes from a place of I'm and w- very... way worse. I'm, I'm keeping it clean. <laughs> really? Yeah. It comes from a place of like I'm a very efficient person. Like I like if it. I'd rather it take me five minutes to get to somewhere where it should take five minutes than if someone's just like lollygagging or like not turning when they could have or like and they're just like affecting and and then it slows the next person. For me, down. when someone doesn't down. use well, when someone doesn't use their <laughs> left their left turn signal and is turning left, I just want to kill them. So basically, you're saying you can't love. I can't ever love them. Like you love yourself you can't show people right off the bat right off the bat i'm gonna have a problem with that person (laughs) this is this is what i'll say about driving because i get the same way i have really bad road rage i find that shocking because you're a very cautious driver i'm a very cautious driver but you're probably the person i'm getting mad at sarah (laughs) probably behind you i'm like what the fuck probably yeah but i get mad at everybody else as if it's like they're the ones that are being the asshole oh like because if they're they're fast and they're aggressive and so you get mad at that yeah, but I also get mad at people that are going really slow. Like, I'm really cautious in L.A. and here and when I'm driving your car. But, like, when I'm driving <laughs> my own car back in New York where I know where I'm going at all times, like, I'm a pretty, I wouldn't say aggressive driver, but I'm I'm not, like, I'm not going slow and being super cautious. So okay. I get very, very annoyed. So but whoa. this is what I'll say is that it's easy to get really annoyed with people and, like, I'll start, like, cursing them off in my car, mm-hmm. like, to no end and where, I, where I'm like judging myself and I'm like you're like being a crazy bitch right now yeah but then it's like if I were to speed up and like look at them which I often sometimes do because I'm like I gotta get a look at this yeah. fucker <laughs> sometimes it's like you look at them and it's like oh it's like an old lady or something like that I know, and, and then and, I feel bad and then you feel bad and then you remember that it's a human driving that car and like I don't remember that. No, that's the thing. We lose our humanity when we're driving. You're right. We forget that it's a human being driving the the car. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay, but I will say, what was the quote you said originally? Love your neighbor like you love yourself. Those people aren't driving the way I drive myself. (laughs) That's true. So therefore, I can't love them the same way. But you have to have empathy. Like if it's an old person, they can't drive the way you drive. I'd go so far as they shouldn't be on the road. (laughs) I'd go so far. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I'd go so far to say that like we forget that they're human, and it's kind of similar to like people online when they hide behind Mm. a screen because it's like when you're hiding behind your car. Or like your steering wheel or your windshield or whatever. I'm like a much more aggressive person than I am 
if you're talking to me face to face. I'm like, I'll like flip people off because I know I can drive away. That's so true. And it's the same thing online. People feel like they can say or do anything and like comments and shit like that and be very rude and say things that they would never normally say in the difference is they're actually saying them to people like yeah but i'm actually flipping people off when i'm driving it's just that i'm able to off i i have yeah i don't i've i've had some and it's like i've done it in my own hometown too i don't really do that i shouldn't do that because it could easily be like someone i know or it could easily be someone who's like crazy and has a gun and shoots you in the face that's also true someone flipped me off driving the other day like this week and i was like severely offended because I did, I swear I didn't do anything wrong. Like mm. I really felt like I didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't being aggressive. Right. I wasn't being like an asshole. And then it's like, I think they just wanted to get around me or something. They were in a rush and then they flipped me off. And I was like, I, I really, I wasn't being like too slow. I wasn't being too fast. I really felt like I didn't do anything. And I'm like, this person just flipped me off. Well, when they drove off, did they like speed away? Yeah. I mean, then they're but, just, that's just like an asshole. Yeah, it was ju- it was bizarre, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I got mad at him oh, in return, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, did did this guy just flip me off? Whatever. It's I've definitely had there, some but. incidents where I made a scene with my car, <laughs> like screeched the wheels, not sped shocked. off, like went around someone in a really aggressive way, and like tried to intimidate them almost, yeah. which is kind of fucked up. I don't think I've ever given the finger. I don't think I've really? ever. I've never done that gesture you know what like, i do sometimes driving. if someone gives me the finger hmm. i smile and wave and i blow them a kiss <laughs> that's it pretty good kisses them off yeah so I, I had a friend much. who used to do that too yeah it works it's it kind of good kill if them you, with kindness yeah, if you start laughing even if it's and just fake. like yeah yeah it really it, but, that's but true. it's, that it's almost true. like it gets them too angry it's kind of <laughs> the true. best way to deal with it yeah. because it's like you're yeah. not giving them what they want yeah because they want you to start cursing them off and be and, upset yeah or yeah. like be affected if by i mess up driving i always just ignore the person <laughs> like well it's the worst i know someone's gonna come next to me <laughs> yes! and try to look at me i just like look forward like just mind my own business and then they're just staring at you like i actually like start like bopping my me. head listening to some music like i didn't give a shit <laughs> sometimes i pretend like i'm on the phone <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst when you have to pull up next to someone. I I just go a little bit ahead of them. Sometimes you can't. So it's like the windows don't line up. Sometimes you can't. It doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes you are right there. And I'm just like, yeah, so anyway, (laughs) it's crazy. And then you just look like you're talking to yourself. I know. So then they'll, they'll just like, think you're crazy. This lunatic of a lady. What is she doing? Yeah, I I actually act like I'm insane sometimes too. <laughs> they, like so what? people just won't fuck with me at all. Like what? <laughs> like what's like? Like just like do weird things. <laughs> I did that the other day at the airport. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Like just like. <gasps> I was waiting like I'm having in like line. a crazy like. I was waiting in line. They have, a sh- attack. they have a shuttle from LAX to the Uber pickup area. And I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I've been traveling for like 24 hours. I'm just like so done. So there's like a line. And I didn't realize it was a line. I thought it was just like a bunch of people fighting to get to like the door of the thing. So the bus pulls up and I'm like, all right, I got to pull my New York out. Like I'm going to be aggressive here. So like I grab my bag and I start like moving and everybody starts screaming at me like, there's a line, there's a line. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, and they're like continuing to yell at me. So I was just even like, when you went back. Yeah. Yeah. So the, and, and the worst part is like, I wasn't even standing that far away. And then they start saying like, no, go to the back of the line. And I'm like, no, but I was standing here. Like, come on. You know, I was in front of you. Like, yeah. So oh, then they I w- tried to like punish you. Yes. Yeah. So then I was just like, <laughs> I just started like blinking a lot. And I was like, <laughs> maybe they'll just think I'm like kind of crazy. <laughs> It's the wow. first time I've ever done that. It makes me feel so much better that you say that you've done oh that. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to like, if I do this, no one will talk to me. Because if I look like I'm insane, no one's going to want to like fuck with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was already uh, I, sleep deprived, so I didn't even have to act that much. I literally like, can't handle this right now. <laughs> I'm crying. It's so embarrassing. It's certainly a strategy. <laughs> so ashamed anyway let's get back on track about love <laughs> so love <laughs> oh my gosh all right ashley what is what does love mean to you 
I mean, I think love is essential to like society running, honestly. First of all, it makes us procreate and like continue the human race. Yeah. Okay, that's like number one. True. Number two, if you didn't have like love for other people and like lead with love in like your actions, we would all be like terrible people. Like like what I was saying. Like we would all just be like psychos flipping each other off and like selfish. acting crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and selfish. And I think like having love and compassion for other people is like literally what makes our society be able to run. It makes us um, progress as a species because actually being collaborative and, and like part of a community and like loving each other makes us more adaptable to survive. Like when we were like in tribes and stuff and like if people like helped each other trading and like, you know, we all like pitched in and, and did our thing and like it was like it helped society run and it just helped us like procreate and like yeah. survive. Yeah. Like period. And then it's like that that way if you lead with love, crime doesn't happen. Like there's like, you know, things are shared. There's like more than enough to go around. Like it's just is just it just is the yeah, epitome that's I, of that's life ideal but that's not how things work right because i mean but i'm saying like religion was a way that this notion was tried to be spread to people obviously it went really awry and like religion became even more like political and like there's more bad than good at this point but a lot of like you know the main teachings and stuff were to like teach people to love each other right and same with like kind of like spirituality and like if you have a belief in like past lives and things like that you believe that like we're not just here for like one life and we can do whatever and like screw everyone else and it's like it makes you have kind of a belief system to do good and like we're part of this bigger picture and like we're just supposed to love each other. Yeah. Some people argue like people strive for success just to like get laid and like have love and like have love from other people. Well, that's like, the whole like, point of success. Like yeah. wanting to be successful is so that you can find a mate so that you procreate. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. I and think then, there's a difference between having sex and loving though, obviously. Right. Yes, there is. But like it's it's the primal desire to procreate so like whether you're having sex or loving it's still to like find a mate you know yeah but we're talking about love <laughs> yeah i know lane but it's like that's part of that's part of like finding a mate and like like having a family and like i know plenty of like people that just want to have people. sex with as many people as possible and do not love them at all that's do not true. have any interest yeah. in loving anyone that's true they just love fucking people. Well, they love, but a lot of what people. humans do for attention <laughs> yeah, or success or anything is to have love, and I think a lot of it goes back to like your childhood. Like if you never like felt love from your parents, like your mother and father, like it messes with you in a way, and you're like constantly trying to find love from other people in your life, right. whether it be romantic or not. Yeah. So it's like a lot of people. It like it it when you're developing as a child you need to feel that love like when you're first born and you get like laid on your mother's chest you have like a bond and a form like it's like a it's a bond that you form with your mom that like sets you up for life, I, don't, I don't think you can make a blanket statement though i think everyone's subjective well no there's like studies about this that like prove that maybe like, it when maybe it, maybe it aids in your ability to love but that doesn't mean someone who doesn't have parents can't love it's like when you're an infant up to the age of five like it's like your environment and your like feeling of security is yeah. like really impacted by the first five years are like the most imperative in your like emotional development yeah yeah i was raised by wolves for the first <laughs> five years of my well life. that makes sense that explains it <laughs> maybe it does that's why you don't believe in love yeah <laughs> There actually was a girl that was raised by wolves. Did you hear about this girl? <laughs> and she loves her wolf family. Seriously, she Ashley. was she was a feral girl that they found. She was raised heard, by wolves. I think wolves. I heard about it. Like I'm looking it up wolf girl. It's a recent story, right? Yeah. She was was it in Eastern Europe or something? Wow. Um Good for her. It's a cool story. It could she really be raised by the see. wolves or was she just She like thought she was a wolf. Like she literally grew up in the woods with these wolves. Like she, they like took care of her and stuff. Uh do you guys believe in soulmates? No. 
Yes. No. No, you don't. Really? No, no I don't. I don't. So why do you... Do, do you really believe in everything is, is this a test? No. It's not going to be a test. Oh, he test? thinks I want him to say yes. Oh, yeah, oh. I, that's oh. what I think. No. Because you guys are in a relationship. Soulmates? Um, no, let's have a real conversation about this. No, I don't believe in soulmates. Come on. Well, Dr. Brian Weiss. <laughs> does believe in soulmates. Of course he does. Says that potentially, like, you know how you reincarnate with yeah. the same 200 souls or so that mm-hmm. you incarnate with soulmates wait can i stop you right there yes where do you get that number where do you get the 200 i don't know it was like an estimate how is he estimating it's a scientific (laughs) estimate lane it's based on science from which study (laughs) did he find that approximately 200 souls lane it doesn't travel together he went to yale he went to yale lane Like, it's true. It's I can't estimate. argue. I can't argue his Ivy League. You can't argue with Yale. Uh, <laughs> pedigree. I don't know the. How? But how's he estimating? Ashley's like, I, I, I can't nothing. get past this. <laughs> how's he estimating two hundred? I don't think it was just Brian Weiss. It was something else about reincarnation. He's like, like on average, we've seen like groups of one ninety three, and then we've seen one two <laughs> two seventeen. I think then, it's through anecdotal, like through. Through regressions, like people recognize people, and it's it like when like... you throw out numbers like that, though <laughs> credibility goes down the drain right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. All right, maybe it's not two hundred, but whatever. They say you in- reincarnate with a lot of similar souls. Can we say that? You can say it. Yeah, a lot of similar souls, and I, I'm more likely to listen to what you have to say next. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Brian Weiss tells a story in his book Only Love Is Real. This is a little blurb about his only love. I haven't read this book yet, but apparently he portrays two strangers, Elizabeth and Pedro, who are unaware that they have been lovers throughout the long centuries until fate brings them together again. He shows how each and every one of us has a soulmate whom we have loved in past incarnations and who waits to reunite with us. So, like, some people in past lives, like his patients, have said, oh, my dad in that life was my husband in this life. Like, that's happened. Ew. From people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just the soul. It's upsetting. It's a different lifetime. It's Sounds like daddy issues to me. <laughs> that is, like, very, like, Ugh. Oedipal. Like, it's yeah. just, like, scary. Yeah. But it's, like, not always that. It's, like, oh, my mom in that life was, like, my brother in this life. Okay. Are you okay with that one? It's better. I, <laughs> I still don't love it. I understand what you're saying. Like the different it, souls it play different yeah. roles. My dog, in, my dog roles. in this life was my husband in a previous life. And soulmates, different roles for different souls. I think soulmates. It doesn't necessarily have to be romantic, too. Like we romanticize it in like modern media, but the idea of a soulmate is that just you have a kinship with another soul, like kind of unexplainable. Like you feel like. Have you ever felt like you've met someone and you like already know them? Yes, but. That is not the definition that is, like, drilled into us throughout our lives. Like, if I'm truly, like, if I have a soulmate, it would be my friend Amanda, who just, like, truly is. Shout out, Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. She's my soulmate. I was going to say that about Nicole, my best friend. Right. She feels more like a sister than, like, a friend. Yeah. It's an unsaid bond that you have. Right. There's some people that it's just, like, it's not work to understand each other. You just understand each other completely and when they're speaking it's like oh my god you just took that thought out of my brain so yes I do believe that that's a thing for sure do you think you possibly knew Amanda in another life that's a that's a loaded question because now you're asking me if I had a another life before this I don't I don't know if 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 I were reincarnated and did have souls in this life from another life, then Amanda would certainly be. She's one, one of the yeah. two hundred. She's that's what top, made, top eight. She's that's in the top what eight. Made top me eight. think of it. Like when I met Nicole, it was almost like, yeah, like I felt like I knew her. We just like clicked immediately mm-hmm. and just were like always on the same page. Pretty much thought the that's same. That's called things. becoming friends. No, but it's like I know. It's, it's no, called it's like, it's called, like it's called your personality yeah. and her personality 
worked really well together. But not that you were together in a previous life. But if we're changing, you don't know that. If we're changing the, you guys have similar interests. You guys laugh about the similar similar things. Very similar sense of humor. Well, that's just like a regular friend. There's a lot of humans. A lot of humans. So you're bound to find someone that you're super close with, and that you feel like could be a soulmate. But they're just someone that you really get along with really well. I'm a person that like grew up watching romantic comedies and totally like love just loving that and the idea of love and like over romanticizing the idea of love and like relationships. Me too. But then you like grow up and you're like, okay, that was like all fake. Yeah. (laughs) Completely. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, I think, which sucks because like every little girl is like fed this like lie. That's a whole other like story. Oh, the amount of times that I watch Cinderella. (laughs) It's like, it's insane. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then you grow up and you're like, oh. There ain't no glass slippers. Oh, it's (laughs) bad. It's bad. It's bad out there. (laughs) Men are dogs. 2021, man. These men are dogs. You're great, Lane. But <laughs> shout out to Lane. Thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't categorize you as a dog. You know, yeah. But um, the only, like, so I don't believe in, like, romantic soulmates either. Like, I think you could have multiple soulmates and multiple so really too. great, like, relationships and uh, romantic <laughs> relationships and stuff. Excuse me. But once in a while, there's, excuse me, sorry. That was rude of me not to bless you. Please bless me. (laughs) Wait, Lane. Isn't that such a weird thing? We like bless each other. Lane still hasn't said it. (laughs) Does it really need to be said by everyone in the room? Yeah, it does. Well, that's also, it's like, that's a superstition that people still subscribe to. Yeah, because they they thought like your heart stopped every time you sneezed. Does it? Bless you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> wow. I'm not okay. going to die now. <laughs> <laughs> back to soulmates. Yeah, back to soulmates. But I do think once in a while you come across a person where you hit, like you just click instantly yeah, and you sure. think like maybe we have another connection on, on another level. Like Nicole is one of those people. Right, me, right. Where it's like. Shout out Nicole. <laughs> Shout out Nicole. Amanda Nicole, what up? Amanda Nicole. They're not listening. <laughs> it sounds like one girl, Amanda Nicole. Amanda Nicole. Hey. It sounds, it sounds like, like a porn Nicole. star. Definitely a does. porn star, I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I'm sure if you go on Pornhub, you look up Amanda Nicole. She's out there. She's this, out there. She's out there. This is what Brian Weiss says about soul recognition. It may be immediately a sudden feeling of familiar familiarity. Of knowing this new person at depths far behind, far beyond what the conscious mind could know, at depths usually reserved for the most intimate family members, or even deeper than that, intuitively knowing what to say, how they will react, a feeling of safety and trust far greater than could be earned in only one day or one week or one month. So it's like, yeah, like just having this like deep connection with someone on like another level. Yeah, a lot of people claim to have it romantically, but. That I've could also be that. like obsession. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's more like infatuation with a person. Yeah. But like I, I think there's also like a spectrum of it. Like like when I met your brother, it was like I kind of felt like I kn- <laughs> not in a romantic way, but I felt like I had by the end of the night, I felt like you oh, this is friends. someone that I've known forever. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it just kind of felt like... He's going to love hearing that. That's very nice. It's. Tr- I think I told him that. Like, I really felt but like... Could it be that he's just from Long Island and you're from Long Island and no. he's got a very strong Long Island I know. vibe I meet and it so reminds many, you of home? I meet so many kinship. people from Long Island. I think he just has an energy that I enjoy. He's very, like, relaxed and laid back and can take a joke. And I just felt like I understood him. You know, interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other people like. Well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. But then, you know, it's not people you meet and it's not like that at all. But also, it's not like I felt a deep connection to him. You know, I didn't feel like a sense of like this person understands me and, you know, (laughs) speaks the words that I think inside my brain. Yeah. So I think there's like. A spectrum of it. So, what constitutes somebody being a soulmate? 
I mean, is it just like your soul's get along and align and are comfortable like there are certain people that I'm more comfortable around than others yeah you know there's also the question of like vibrational energy because they say like we all have different like vibrational energy to us like what level are we like functioning on Mm -hmm. um some people like my sister's really into like chakras and that stuff and like if someone's being really like I don't know petty and like you know, not being their like higher self. She's like, oh, you're like you're you're in your lower chakra or whatever. I don't I don't know anything about chakras, so I'm not claiming to know about that. But they do say there is something about everyone's unique vibrational energy, and there's different levels that you could be on. Some people are like functioning on a higher vibration, and some on a lower vibration. They say on the lower vibration, you're kind of just like you're not like being enlightened at all you're just going about your daily life and you're like you could you might be like selfish and you know you're not thinking of others and you're just like you know you're you're just existing essentially and then other people are like more on enlightened and they've unlocked certain levels and they're like functioning on a higher vibrational field i wish they would have tested chakra levels in school like (laughs) she's functioning on a very high chakra level she sucks at math but She's very high functioning on chakra level. I dare you to be like your ener- your level your chakra level is just not like matching mine it's right now. It's not like, matching my chakra you. level. <laughs> <laughs> it's a newer kind of like new age concept, right. but there is something to vibrational energy. I don't I'm not an expert on it. I don't claim to know. But I think it's kind of like related to kind of like the ghost experience you've had. Like you might be like functioning on a different vibrational energy than other people. And that's why you're more sensitive to other energies. Like, let's say a ghost potentially. I would agree with that. Yeah. You know, I'm on another level. (laughs) Bitch. And sometimes like drugs take you to another vibrational level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's whatever's like affecting. I like your... the theory. I like the theory. Mm-hmm. I vibe with the theory. You vibe with it. Mm-hmm. Lane's a believer. So it's like sometimes you might meet someone and they're just like on your same level of That's vibration. Fair. That's fair. You're on the same page. Yeah. You function in similar ways, right? And like in a way that's like your soul, like your higher self, connecting with their higher self, their right. soul. But I think there is something to, you know incarnating together recognizing other souls like that's a common recurring theme in all of dr brian weiss's books is that people say when they're regressed to other lives they recognize like they recognize souls of other people that's like bizarre to me like i like they don't look the same it's a totally different person but they know it's their sister that they know in their current life a lot of it sounds like pure poppycock Malarkey. You know, a Malarkey. lot of people say that about everything that's like out of the norm. And then like in the future, they realize it was real. And they're like, oh, we should have been more open minded. So the, the title <laughs> of the book is only only love is real. Like, So what does he mean by that? I mean, <laughs> he's saying that nothing else matters, like literally nothing else matters, but like loving each other. And I think if you really want to boil down like life to like one thing of like the point of it it would be love because you love everyone around you you love yourself you enjoy your life you spread happiness and that's like literally what it's all about yeah and there's no other point to like literally anything i gotta take a look at one of these books (laughs) i gotta take wow that was like music to my ears (laughs) yeah i gotta i gotta get in a little bit deeper lane i got her I hooked her. I can't wait till she reads the book and then she's like, wow, this was so she's stupid. Like, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I tend to be, when it comes to past life and stuff like that, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not the biggest believer in that. So... You know, it's hard to hook me there. So so what he's saying in this new book, love is the only thing that's real. What is it called? Uh, only love is real. Only love is real. So what he's saying in that is that soulmates are people from your past lives. Yeah. Like you like that. 
you know, souls have kind of counterparts that they can reconnect with in multiple lifetimes. I haven't read that one yet. So that's really just like a little what I'm coming to the conclusion. A synopsis. Of from. Yeah. 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 But um <laughs> I mean what? it's just like I don't it, you act like Dr. Brian Weiss is the only person to like propose past lives and reincarnation. Like it's literally the whole basis of like Hinduism. He's the one and, he's like, the Buddhism. one he's the one making like, the most money off of it. Do you not want to make money in your life? Like, yeah, you can make I do, money. I do. Off of something that's also spreading information and like benefiting people. Or disinformation. I mean, call it, that's your opinion. It is. That is your and opinion. And I'm sticking to it. That's fine. Lane's sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it, it really read it a really book, pisses Lane. me off when you just you just really <laughs> reject it outright. Read a book. <laughs> Learn, a book. <laughs> Learn a book. I gave you the scientific book about the children who remember past and lives I, and you still think it's <laughs> bullshit. It was interesting. What about platonic love? Yeah, like like best friends. I think it's literally like one of the best things in the world. Yeah. I mean, you need to have love. Like you need to like love and give love. Because otherwise, I think you you really suffer. Otherwise, from you it. hate. <laughs> if I didn't, I love... think mentally you suffer if if you don't give and receive yeah. love. Like we are like wired to do so. If I didn't love, I wouldn't I wouldn't like be here. Like I would I would have dipped out of life a long time <laughs> ago. Like just because it's like what's the point? What what am I here for? Oh, it's depressing. It's depressing, <laughs> but, but it's true. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not depressing because we have this incredible capacity to love each other. And, you know, it keeps us all going. I really do love all the people in my life. Like, I'm very selective about who I allow. You know, it's crazy. Like, with family, you're not given a choice of who's in your family. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times, people don't love the people in their family. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't really have experience with that. I love my parents. I love my brother and I love my cousins and aunts and uncles and everyone in my immediate family. Yeah. You, love them. You're love really them close with your family. Yeah. I'm very close. With but my there are family. people that really get disconnected from their family. That's true. But I also think that there is still a love there. And this, this brings up an interesting point because is there though? Yeah, I think there is. I think there is. I I know people who truly like hate and I put hate in quotes, you know, their parents or loved ones, but like if those people were to ever pass away, it would be devastating. You know, yeah. And and that's what I was just about to say is like the feeling of hate is very close to the feeling of love because you know? it's passionate. Yeah. Yeah, you can't hate somebody that you don't that you're not consumed by. Mm, that's a good way to put it. Consumed by because yeah. um, you can. I th- I think you can have like a hate for for someone like that that you don't really. Ca- well, no, it just means you care. It just means you care yeah. either about the situation or the person or how how things like went down. But <sighs> I mean, like growing up. Me and my sister fought a lot. We were like very different and we mm-hmm. fought a lot. And um I it's like it, I had to grow up a little bit to be like that's my sister. Like we she like she gets me on a level just because we like grew up together. Yeah. That like is I, again like it's like that bond. It's Same with my brother. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, siblings are always gonna fight. You yeah. know, it's just yeah. part of having a, having a sibling. In a lot of cases, yeah. there are some siblings that are weirdly like get along really well and never mm. bite. <laughs> yeah, I find that like very, the Kardashian. No, I <laughs> find that very rare. I don't know. I mean, all power to those people. But as you grow older, you do understand that like you have a shared experience with that person. Yeah, for sure. That no one else on the planet could ever understand yeah yeah like there's some people that are like my sister's my best friend and like blah blah blah. like i don't feel like that it's just different she's she's not my best friend she's my friend and i love her 
it's different. It's like, it, it it's just like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a another level. Kind of it's just another yeah. level. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just another category. But like growing up with my immature mind, I was like, oh, well, I wouldn't have cho- chosen her to be my sister. Like we wouldn't be friends. Aww. No, you know, like if, when you're in a fight, yeah. like not like yeah. really, but like, <laughs> Like little Ashley, she wouldn't be my real friend. Imagine little Ashley. <laughs> Why do I have to hang out with her? Little she Ashley, she probably felt the same way about me. I, guarantee, I was so annoying. I guarantee Ashley was like a huffer and puffer. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I could just see her huffing so and puffing cute. like a little cute, like angry little girl. Yeah, I know for a fact I really annoyed her. Like I would like tag along with like her and her friends and stuff. Like yeah, but it's like yeah, you grow up and you're like, wow, this is a really special. I've had, because I had the same thing. I have an older brother, and I was, like, obsessed with him when I was little. I just, like, always, I wanted to be like him. Everything he did, like, I wanted to dress like him. And he's like, no, like, girls dress like this. Like, here, like, this is what you should. And he would, like, tell me the cool stuff. That's not very woke. His girlfriends would wear. Yeah, no, but it was the 90s. I know, I I get it. Yeah, but, like, he had the chain wallet, and I really wanted the chain wallet. And he was like, no, like, no. (laughs) But... I did the same thing. I would always try to tag along with him and his friends. And they they were five years older than me. So, you know, I was very young, like five years old. They're 10 going off and doing their thing. But a few years ago, and, you know, you grow up and it's not a big deal. I never think about that. I never think about that. And a few years ago, I guess my brother was just like really stoned and like, really reflecting back on his <laughs> life and he, he texted me or I think we were on the phone this is when I was in college and we were on the phone and towards the end of the conversation he's like hey um so you remember how like when we were little like you would always kind of like want to come hang out with us and you know sometimes you couldn't because you were so young and I was like yeah and he was like I'm really sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was like, it's okay. It's all right. Like it hasn't ruined yeah. me. Yeah, like I haven't thought about that in forever. But it's funny how it stuck with him and little things like that. Yeah. But it's funny how your sibling knows you so well. Like I'm a full grown adult. Like I'm confident. You know. But but if my brother says like one little thing, that can kind of re- it can revert me back to being that little girl where I'm like I I no no like I just want to be cool like my brother it's so funny it's but then there's other times when I'm with him and I'm like I feel like I'm older than you mm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. but it's yeah. it's funny how the dynamic can sometimes feel like it never really changed yeah yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's something about the dynamic that will never change. Yeah, like I will always want my brother's approval in like, you know, who who I choose as a mate, you know, as like everything. It's like I, I trust him and I want his. I don't care about my brother's approval per se. Because he's your younger brother. Um, yeah, he probably cares about your approval. Yeah. I would be interested to hear what he thinks about that. But um, I feel like both of us are pretty uh unique individuals i just feel like we both really respect each other's opinions Mm -hmm. and that'll always be the case like i feel like what we say to each other holds more weight than what just a regular friend would say you know you guys are also a lot closer in age too yeah we're only three years apart so yeah yeah and it's great that he's in la now because we've been apart for a while so it's nice to have him out here. Yeah. It's interesting. You're that you're both into music. Like you're both creative. Yeah. We're gonna I take over the funny. fucking world with our music. Yeah. We are. I love I love the collaboration. You have a song coming out, right? Yeah. Do you know when? Um, soon. Yeah. It's a Billows song and Sean's gonna be on it, so mm-hmm. this feels fun. like Lane is our guest. I know. We're like, do promote. you wanna plug anything? <laughs> I'm not here to plug anything. To I'm just, our fifteen I'm just followers. <laughs> But this is a good segue because I love music and that's something that I absolutely love more than almost anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a different kind of love. Right. That's not loving between people. That's loving something. Right. You can have love for media and like music. Yeah. People, people get really passionate about music and like, and and movies it's like just what's art. your favorite movie did it affect you like yeah. in a way yeah. um it's interesting like why do you think you love music so much can you like bring it back to a time when you were like a kid or something no it just it makes me feel a certain type of way it mm. just 
Like honestly, the the Disney movie Soul, like, really described it pretty well. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> the movie made that. my mom cry. It made me cry. Made me kinda. cry. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, like, it's good. I gotta watch. I teared up when we were watching Aww. it because it's so accurate. It's so accurate. Like I when liked, you get in that zone, right? They call it Soul. Had some ideas about reincarnation, reincarnation, and like very philosophical that, yeah, for a very Disney movie. Fil- yes. I've wondered if I've like met you in another life before. Probably. Lane's like, Psh, I'm brand new. Probably. <laughs> it's my first time on <laughs> Earth. You just poo pooed it, and then we're like, it's yeah. My first time, first time on <laughs> Earth. So. I feel like you might be a newer soul because the concept of. <laughs> How do you? I think I'm an old soul. And I'm convinced I'm that a new, I, I'm a new soul. I'm convinced that I had a life in ancient Egypt because ever since I was a kid, you I've loved, loved the pyramids. ancient Egypt. Maybe so I weird. was on the Titanic because when I was a kid, I was obsessed with the Titanic. We know you Ashley's like obsessed <laughs> with the Titanic. She loves drawing the boobies. You just love Leonardo women. DiCaprio. No, I was too young to love Leonardo so DiCaprio. So you were like the ship. And like I would go to the library at school. And remember how they'd make us like take out books? I would only take out books on the titanic that's pretty and they specific on, they only had like four or five books on the titanic but i would take out like two at a time and then return them and take out the other two and like it was a revolving revolving door of books <laughs> that i've already books. taken out on the titanic i just was fascinated by the pictures and like the shoes they would find in the bottom of the ocean like i was fascinated interesting yeah fascinated well, that's a potential past yeah. life right there potential yeah, potential past <laughs> life <laughs> Sorry, I totally interrupted your connection with the movie Soul and music because <laughs> I was just saying they they accurately depicted the zone, uh, you know that you go into when, that you go into when you're doing something that you really enjoy. Yeah, and it it it's a feeling that you can't capture anywhere else, and for whatever reason, yeah. music does that. I have I have a talent for it, which I love that I'm able to create something unique. And it just fuels me as a person as a, and as an artist. It just makes me feel alive when I'm creating. And music's just the outlet that is my favorite way to do so. I used to be, when I was a kid, like kind of emo. And I loved like music and I played the guitar. Yeah, and you, I w- were, you were very into music. I would write songs. Yeah. And the, the only way to describe it is like, like teenage emo <laughs> because... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, but I know what you mean because I really liked playing a song and like singing and getting, and it was very uh, emotional and you, it was like a release, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. But what's weird is like, I don't do it anymore and I don't like feel the urge to specifically with music. Brains, your brain changes yeah. over time. I was not a musician by any means until my brain started changing in college. Well, also, you yeah. are what you repetitively do. So if you don't do, if you don't use it, you lose it. Literally, like right. if you're not doing it all the time, then you just kind of forget. And then, yeah. if you forget, then you don't have the urge to do but it. But love That's also true. has to do a lot with your brain chemistry. There are actual chemicals that get released in your brain when you're doing something that you enjoy. Right. There's right. serotonin. There's endorphins. Yeah. Right. Dopamine. Dopamine. Yeah. These are all chemicals in your brain. <laughs> that control how you feel. And haven't they done done some studies of people in relationships and like like at the beginning of a relationship there's like a spike of serotonin and it's like the obsession probably period and then it's like but then they also found it in like couples of like long term relationships. Well, I actually read something very interesting. Um so well, it's a very interesting story. <laughs> it's very <laughs> interesting. So I'm gonna get yes. ready for this. So oh Ashley's into it. So they say for couples who, um, you know, have been together for a long time and maybe don't have the same excitement that they used to have when they first started dating, because obviously it's not the same as when you first started dating. Yeah, like you feel butterflies. Butterflies, your heart's yeah. beating a little bit. It's very exciting. I still get butterflies when I see Ashley. That's adorable. That's adorable. That's You're why he's, that's why he's that. so nervous right now. He's just Look at him. He's blushing. <laughs> Oh, it's just it's just his sweatsuit. He's trying to get brownie points because he said he didn't believe in past lives. He doesn't <laughs> want to sleep on the couch tonight. Damn it. So they say for these couples, a good idea is to 
make a plan, do something really, really exciting together. So, you know, if you like roller coasters or something like that, something that gets you nervous and gets your butterflies floating around, if you do it with that person, your brain doesn't know the difference between being excited about the roller coaster and being excited about the person that you're with that's like cheating it's it is cheating it is but at the same time like you're tricking your brain into thinking like you're excited about being around this person and then it kind of sparks like this interesting new or breathes new life into your relationship for who knows how long it lasts but but yeah they say your brain doesn't know the difference and it can be very exciting. That makes sense. We're going to Universal next month. I know yeah. we are. Yeah. I got Lane these tickets last year when the pandemic started, and now we're finally going to Finally celebrate. cashing them in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get ready for butterflies. <laughs> I'm ready for butter beer. You guys are going to go home and-, and Harry Potter world. I'm going totally in on Harry Potter world. I'm so jealous. Petrificus totalis. I don't know what Let's go. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know what it means either, but I'm casting that damn spell. It's kind of like it's kind of a little bit of a cop out and like obvious though. It's like bored in your relationship, do fun things with your partner. Bored in your relationship, like go that. to Harry Potter world. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Are you saying you're bored in your relationship? Oh my god! I'm kidding. But I can if you. I I because I've been in a relationship for a long time, and then you know it does it does get a little. I don't want to use the word boring, but I'll use it boring at certain points points it's like you know it's the same old thing but then when you do something really exciting or fun or interesting together that changes up your routine it's like oh that was such a great day and you have kind of like a newfound not even newfound but it reminds you of the love that you have for that person Mm -hmm. totally it's interesting though it's like life is boring at times whether you're in a relationship or not so it's like the idea that a relationship has to be this like exciting, like romantic thing all the time, I think is like silly. No, it is silly and it's not realistic. You know? Cause it's like, you're just going through life with the other per- lanes. Like, no, <laughs> you're just, go- you're, you're going through life with another person. Sometimes it's great and a lot of fun and exciting. And sometimes, you know, you have a routine, you're doing your thing and it's just life. Like, yeah. and you have work and this and that. And it's just having someone that you love to like go through all the things in life. with. Yeah. Sometimes you know? you're going through something horrible mm-hmm. and you know, you got to go through it together. And that's love, baby. That's love. What is love? <laughs> baby, don't hurt me. Great song. We is got, that it, guys? I don't is know. Is that the wrap on what, love? What else, what else do, would we love to talk about? I don't know. You guys, that has been love on Sippin' Cosmos. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. We're going to be talking about some more fun stuff. We're going to get into Reiki energy, which I don't even know what that is. I don't either, but I'm excited to find out. Me too. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe, comment, give us some love. Give us anything. We want your love. (laughs) We want the love. All right. Peace out, guys. Give us some love. We love you. Thank you. Bye.